You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. This is from Indians.com. And this is, of course, on our social media pages. And the headline is, Bill recognizes tribal jurisdiction over non-Indian offenders. Mm. It's a new era for the recognition of tribal jurisdiction over non-Indians, with Democrats once again pushing for the passage of the Violence Against Women Act after years of opposition from Republicans. Nearly every Democrat in the U.S. House of Representatives is backing H.R. 1620, the Violence Against Women Reauthorization Act of 2021, which was introduced on Monday. Key provisions of the bill ensure that tribes can arrest, prosecute, and sentence non-Indians who commit trafficking, stalking, and sexual offenses in Indian country. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee, a Democrat of Texas and the sponsor of H.R. 1620, said on International Women's Day, quote, this bill is transformational in the ways of dealing with those who have suffered domestic and sexual violence. This legislation will help save lives. But while Jackson Lee described the measure as bipartisan, it counts just one Republican co-sponsor among the 150-plus Democratic co-sponsors, other co-sponsors. During the last session of Congress, Representative Brian Fitzpatrick, a representative of Pennsylvania, had supported a prior version of the bill that passed the House only for it to languish in the U.S. Senate. That was a different era, though. The in the 117th Congress, which began in January, Democrats control the House and have the upper hand in the Senate. And this time around, there's a Democrat in the White House. President Joe Biden, who first sponsored the first version of VAWA back in 1994, is calling on lawmakers to send him the new bill as soon as possible, saying delay is not an option, especially in the era of COVID-19, which has exacerbated domestic violence and gender-based crimes. <clears throat> so... Um, yeah, in March 2013, Biden joined tribal leaders and then President Barack Obama, Barack Obama in signing an updated version of VAWA into law. For the first time since a disastrous U.S. Supreme Court decision, the federal government recognized the inherent sovereignty of Indian nations to prosecute non-Indians who abuse women on their lands. Uh, but the law is limited in scope as it only applies to certain crimes of domestic violence and dating violence committed by non-Indians with prior ties to a tribal community. Community violations of, I'm sorry, criminal violations of protection orders are also included in the 2013 version. H.R. 1620 expands the recognition of tribal jurisdiction to stalking, sexual assault, sexual violence, and sex trafficking, which aren't covered by existing law. Crimes against children and tribal police officers, which weren't included in VAWA from 2013 either, would also fall under tribal authority should the bill finally make it to the White House for Biden's signature. The bill also takes steps to address missing and murdered indigenous women by requiring federal government to account for MMIW cases and improve reporting on, of such cases. The issue is expected to take on an added importance in the Biden administration as Representative Deb Holland moves toward confirmation as the first native person to lead the Department of Interior, the federal agency with the most trust and treaty responsibilities. With his background in tribal leadership, uh, Brian Newland, who is a citizen of the Bay Mills Indian community and currently serves as a uh, principal deputy assistant for secretary affairs, uh, explained that some of the unique challenges facing Indian country in terms of offensives committed by outsiders. He said that man camps associated with energy pipelines that Republicans p 
politicians largely support, along with trafficking along the U.S. borders with Canada and Mexico, have contributed to the violence against Native women. Finally, H.R. 1620 ensures that tribal governments in Maine, as well as those in Alaska, can exercise their inherent jurisdiction over non-Indians. Existing law limits tribes in these two states. Democrats in the House are moving quickly to advance the Violence Against Women Reauthorization Act of 2021 following its introduction. The House Committee on Rules has set a deadline this Friday for possible amendments to H.R. 1620 in anticipation of further action on the floor of the House next week. As Congress failed to take action on VAWA during the 116th Congress, the law expired, but the provisions recognizing tribal authority did not lapse, so they remain in full effect. With the House moving toward moving forward on H.R. 1620, the Senate is slowly moving on Dev Holland's nomination. A floor vote is expected to take place next Monday once the chamber clears roadblocks erected by Republicans. And we already talked about Steve Daines. And then this goes into um, VAWA 2013. And so, uh, <laughs> come on. Come on, Joe Biden. Come on. Come on, Congress. This is our time. And this is our time. You want to protect Native women and tribal treaty rights and our, and our inherent sovereignty. This is the way to do that. And can you imagine, maybe we need to talk to uh, Stephanie about how this will enhance McGirt. Yeah. Um, that's, that's interesting that they'll be able to actually charge non-natives. Like that's, that's a, that's a big thing. Like we have, I don't know how many times we've seen where somebody gets, killed or um you know they they can't enforce some kind of uh protective order or whatever um because they don't have they don't have jurisdiction on indian land you know what i mean and and yeah this is this is big so hopefully we'll see some some uh some of these tribes tribal officers and tribal courts and all that kind of stuff uh start enforcing this you know and and that and that'll allow tribes to make their own laws against you know i would like to see tribes start banishing people that are sex offenders that's like huge. If, you know what i mean some sort of of you don't get to have any of these benefits whatever you know what i mean we've seen tribes that um banish people for selling meth or for you know for for making meth or whatever you know what i mean that that's there are banishable offenses and i, I believe sex crimes should be one of them and you know i don't know maybe that's just me and and hey i don't disagree with you i don't disagree with you at all however we're we know the same problem that we're going to run up against in trying to enforce that is people won't come forward because that's my uncle that's your grandpa that's your sister that's you know what oh, i yeah. mean like that's that's the thing about indian country too you know we talked about we talked earlier in our show in our earlier segments about how how we are as indians and how we're always going to take care of our community and how we're always going to protect that community and that goes both ways. 
that goes both ways in some kind of sick, twisted, we don't want to blow up our family. We don't want to be the one responsible for that. And so yeah. nobody comes forward until it's years later, if if they can even talk about it then. Yeah. And And then what do you do? What do you do at that point? You've got generations of survivors at that point. Some maybe not even survived. Yeah. You know, and, and how, it's like I said, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. But that, that would be, to me, that would be one of the issues that we would face in that. And I think that it's a really important thing to um to re reauthorize VAWA. Uh VAWA just really started to um scratch the surface. Of course, you know, it, it, it went in in twenty thirteen and um Trump came in in what, twenty seventeen, you know, January twenty seventeen was when he was sworn in. So um it it was just barely getting going. And then it's done. So now it's like, well, we know we can get it going. We just got to pick it up again. And and I do hope that if that our tribes will get better organized to be able to arrest, prosecute, and, you know, imprison. I say imprison. I don't really know about that i mean you know you know me i'm i'm a i'm a proponent of capital punishment uh, yeah we can, we can take mean, this back to the old school ways yeah <laughs> like I, I the way we used to I do wouldn't it on mind, the you know it, i wouldn't mind uh some torture for people mm. who have raped and murdered i mean i'm you not know? against that that's a that's a you know to say that you're a you know that you need to treat prisoners humanely is a is a completely european american thing like i don't i don't agree with that so came from their indentured servitude <laughs> shit like that yeah, like, yeah like, you know, i'm totally like i i am there's totally certain there's certain that. shit that yeah there's there's certain crimes now there's some there's some other stuff that shouldn't even be a crime but you know that's a whole another yeah, story possession of marijuana yeah we're not even yeah. looking at that <laughs> yeah whatever like we're not even looking at that we don't even see that one however you're gonna um you're gonna rape children or murder women or abuse elderly people you know what you are hereby sentenced to death by ants by fire ants yeah we'll we'll wrap them in in wet rawhide and lay them out on a fire ant hill in the sun i say we make it an event we make it an yeah. event and we let people watch. And I say that's a deterrent, sir. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's like you know. Like, don't come like, fucking up uh, over here in Kiowa country. Like hanging the coyotes, <laughs> like hanging the coyote skins on your exactly uh, on your uh, on your fence to warn the other coyotes. <laughs> Yay! Welcome here. <laughs> yeah. Go <Gonna> get. <laughs> We will torture, we will torture and, <laughs> and fire ant a white person here if they come here oh, yeah. and, and commit crimes against like, our people, like, okay? Yeah, like Vlad the Impaler, you know, you leave the heads out there on a the stake and it's like, yeah. I'm telling you, bury you up to your neck and cover your head in honey. Uh, yeah. We could put you on a spit too, like that works too. 
Um, so th there, there's, there would be all kinds of ways. The possibility, uh, possibilities are endless. Endless. Yeah. Endless. And I think that, you know, in this day and age, we could probably have like an internet contest. Like, okay, this is the criminal. And, you know, he was the what one. Do you, that, what do you want to see? He was the one that was convicted <laughs> of, you know, uh, raping and murdering eight women. How should we put him to death? Yeah. yeah. And the winner gets like, um, like box seats to yeah to or you could even event. you could even uh sell chances to be one of the shooters in the uh the death squad you know <gasps> i don't know that a firing squad would be <laughs> torturous enough for me though that's awfully fast although i guess well, if, although if you got to shoot the guy i guess that would be like what uh, if so you use arrows instead of guns okay now we're talking <laughs> now we're talking. Okay, now I'm getting. So you gotta get it. you gotta get a kill shot, right? <laughs> so you just you don't want us being jurors in Indian country. Is yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, don't don't let us be the the judge and jury <laughs> or executioner for that matter. Oh cause, yeah, because you're gonna fall into some twisted shit. <laughs> Literally. Like literally yeah. first, like the briar patch. <laughs> You're going to get impaled first off real quick. And then maybe a salt bath. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. So we're going to see what yeah. sticks. But yeah. We'll so, see what happens. <laughs> but in all honesty, I did have something serious to say about, about that. Like if, I hope that tribes will, will be able to, to organize and and to have their own court systems but i think we need to be realistic about that and understand that there are going to be tribes especially smaller tribes who either aren't going to have those kinds of resources or let's face it who aren't going to be politically able to get out of their own way to do it yeah and so yeah, I, it's it's not going to be plausible for some tribes. No, and so I hope those tribes, I hope those tribes will do a memoranda of agreements or memoranda of understanding that hey, we're going to partner with you, these bigger you bigger tribes who have these facilities, who have the uh, capacity to prosecute our offenders to to do that. And to help us enforce our own laws, I think that we really need to, to do that. I think that our tribal leadership really needs to look at those things, especially with these things on the horizon. We see these things on the horizon. We know yeah. that these possibilities are there. We have to make sure that we, we've got our ducks in a row to get this started because you know if they reauthorize VAWA that the funding is going to come back. That funding is going to come back. And that funding for VAWA opens up so many programs for survivors and their families. And as we talked about many times on this show, survivors aren't just women. We have men who survive uh, domestic violence and sexual assault all the time. I was reading um, about 
a, a case where a, a man like was trying to get a uh, a restraining order through CFR court because his woman was beating him up. Okay. Because mm-hmm. he does that. Um go back. They didn't they didn't do nothing for him. Goes back. She's um you know, she's she's into drugs and she's cooking meth and burns their house down. <laughs> and uh I think she killed one or two people and they still wouldn't issue him a protective order and I can't really remember what finally happened but it was just this one little like crazy mundane thing that got it where they were finally like okay okay we believe you now we'll (laughs) like now I, I can't remember if she like assaulted she assaulted a cop or a nurse or something like that <laughs> and then finally they were like okay we're gonna grant you your protective order now that's what it takes so. that for a man i mean yeah. I, women go through you know women go through that all the time but you 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 I, to me i mean this this is what this is where being a man in a, in a case like this it's gonna work against you because if you're having to report this to other men I, I oh, yeah, can only they'll, imagine. Uh, yeah, like you won't be off, believed. You, know? you will not be believed. And but that's what women go through. That's what survivors go through. And so it, it it was just it was shocking. And you as a woman, you think, well, a man would get more and better attention than I will in cases like this because they do. You know what I mean? Like uh, for a large part, you know, just like we talked yeah. about with the mechanic. You going with me yeah. to a mechanic shop, they're going to treat me a whole lot differently than if I go there myself kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's just like I said, I, I think that we see these things on the horizon and we really, we need to as smaller tribes and as tribes who know, who know, who know that they don't have the ability at this point to do that. That's not to say you can't ever. That's not to say you can't build toward that. But I think now is the time for everyone to start making those partnerships and making those, you know what I mean? Starting to come together because I feel like once this is reauthorized and cause that's huge, that's huge to have that jurisdiction over non-Indian offenders. Oh that's yeah. Huge. And it's like I said, with McGirt and how that's going to work with it. We're going to ask our lawyers about that and see, uh, see what Stephanie thinks about that. Cause it's, uh, it's pretty interesting to me. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.